is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. This week we have joining us Adarsh Meshru, Mike Johnson, and here's our host, Tom Dupree, powered by Dupree Financial Group. Turn it up. Oh, you want it up. You- so, just a little history. I guess this album came out in... 70 or 71 and the who had been i would call them kind of a skiffle band up until then you know i, I don't know they they had done tommy and they were they had achieved quite a bit of notoriety and you could say they were a rock band but there was something about the production of this album that was so tight and just really, every every song on this album is is good. It's it's not a theme album, not it's not based around any story or anything like that. But it, it just carried itself really well. So, would you say this is more like stadium rock, where they became more yeah. stadium? Type? Yeah. I, I, well, you know, you, you had the whole thing with Peter Townsend busting up his guitars and uh-huh. that kind of thing that that was obviously a more grandstand type of yeah approach I, I don't think he was doing that he may have been when when they were uh doing tommy i i could be speaking out of school but there was i didn't connect with yeah i was probably 14 or something i i didn't connect with uh, tommy Obviously, I do now because we use it in the show. But Can I turn uh, it down now, please. I mean, listen to those drums. Oh, yeah, okay. that, that's Keith Moon. Yeah. I mean, and uh, you know, there was just something about this album that I connected with. It was just, you know, it's like you hear an album and you say, "Man, this is what I've been waiting for." <laughs> I kind of did that with the James Gang, also. Oh yeah. But they were smaller scale. Absolutely. You know, based around, it's kind of like a church that's based around the preacher only. <laughs> right. The, with the Who, you, you've got other things. Right. I mean, the Who is kind of more like 
Zeppelin where it's the whole band. Yes. You know, James Gang is Joe Walsh. Yeah. You know, you, you had, uh, uh, what was the bass player's name for the Who? I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, is that uh, Entwistle? John, it, it, it John Entwistle. Entwistle, yeah. So anyway. Well, that's the end of that. I feel like that you all shouted over top at a concert. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, I don't know. That's, that's, I guess. You know, there's certain things that, you know, you, that are kind of landmarks for you. Anyway, yeah. we got a article we want to get into and. Uh, well, the whole topic matter. We're going to be talking today about the biggest mistakes you can make as an investor in economic downturn. So this is going to be another one of those shows that you might want to take some notes. Yeah. And this is a subject that. It's not easy um, because the idea when you're dealing with a economic downturn is that you're probably dealing with reduced cash flow and, and things like that. And, uh, you know, it's important to have as good an attitude as you can and be wise about how you spend your money, save money, make money, those kinds of things. Cause right. it's all, uh, it, it, it all needs to be paid attention to. Well, and I, th I think and we'll, we'll get into it in this, but one of the keys is you don't wait until you have a downturn to be prepped for it. Yeah. You know, this is something that, um, if you, weren't doing the things to be prepared for what happened in March of this year. <clears throat> now is a good a time as any to start preparing for, you know, inevitably when you have another downturn in the economy. Um, so you, you lay the foundation. It's like, it's like with anything you, you do the work beforehand and that way that's how you get through the tough times. Right. You prep for it. So you want to get into it? Sure. Yeah. So the, the article, it was in wall street journal and it, it covers just, it probably has 40 different things that they, that they talk about in this, but we just want to hit on a few of them that, that we feel are, are key. Um, the, the first one that's on here, um, again, this is the biggest money mistakes people make in a recession is the name of the, the article. Um, the first one that they have is refusing to tap the emergency fund. Now, this is one, it goes back to the basics of everyone needs to have, first off, an emergency fund, which is, you know, say up to three to six months of expenses set aside for that very reason for an emergency the emergency could be you know an economic downturn it could be um, uh, laid off from a job it could be health issues you don't know what the emergency is going to be but you need to have that in place um, and that's you, you do that by just setting aside a certain percentage um, of your income and building up that emergency fund. What this is talking about is assuming you already have an emergency fund set up, some people, they won't tap into that during an economic downturn uh, because emotionally they've, they've 
set that aside as, okay, I need this for an emergency. I don't really want to tap into it, even though I might need it right now. Emotionally, it's very hard to do. You know, I think that people view money with a certain emotion and they tend to hold on to money. Um, what I feel like I'm learning a little bit about is, you know, not to hold on to it so tightly. You know, there's a lot of people in this downturn that are suffering a lot more than we are. And, sure. um, you know, sometimes it's helpful to remember others also as part of your plan. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Um, so the emergency fund, what that's set up for is for an emergency. Um, and you need to be willing to be able to tap into that, um, when hard times come. Um, the next one is no re-entry plan. Um, we've talked the last several weeks, um, about timing markets, you know, why you shouldn't try to time the market. Uh, timing the market can be one extreme to the other, be it going all to cash or going all in stocks or all in one stock or one sector, making big bets one way or the other. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't do that, uh, from a long-term standpoint. Um, but, um, let's say you go, you, you say, okay, I can't handle another March time frame of volatility. So I'm going to adjust my long-term plan and I'm going to go 50% cash instead of what your long-term plan was, you know, 30% in bonds. You adjust that to say, I'm going to take 50%, put it in bonds or cash. Okay. You know, I, I can understand that, you know, um, but what you have to have when you do that is a plan on how to get that money back invested, you know, and have something thought out, a plan thought out beforehand so you can implement it. Um, because one of two things are going to happen. Well, three things are going to happen. Um, one, the market does what you think it's going to do. It goes down and you're happy. Well, you still need to get back invested. The second thing that could happen is the market goes up when you thought it was going to go down. Well, you need to have a plan on how you're going to get reinvested back in. Um, and that's, I think, where you where it's so important to be able to talk to someone and have that laid out. Um, there's, there's accountability there. You know, if somebody's saying, okay, this played out the way we thought it did, was going to, or maybe it didn't, but here's how we need to react now because we have to get back on track for the long-term plan. Right. And I mean, when you think about it, March of this year was a classic example of, you know, what can happen, how markets can react uh, quickly, you know, like they yeah. did. Uh, the market dropped quickly over 35%, but with the same speed it recovered. So if you had gotten out of the market, uh, you really wouldn't have had too much time to get back in. Yeah. I mean, literally some of the biggest up days were the day after the biggest down right. days. And right. so those, those returns are clustered together and that's why you have to be able to move quickly or stay on your long-term plan and not deviate from it. Right. 
And I mean, depending on uh, your age, you know, if you are relatively young and if you have many years ahead of you uh, while you're still working and can keep investing, then sometimes it's best just not to focus as much on the markets. You know, if you keep focusing on it, then you're, you're bound to think that certain things are going to happen, which may or may not happen. Sometimes your best strategy is just to, uh, you know, maybe watch it once every few months if you must, but just stick to your long-term plan and not try to make active, uh, you know, bets on the market. Right. And the, I think the key on that plan though, is that you understood it going into it. You, you, you had something that was laid out to you that was clear on this is how, you know, we may react in a down market. This is what you own in the portfolio, but having that plan clearly laid out, that'll help you avoid making big moves one way or the other, uh, you know, the, on the extremes, you know, if it's somebody going from 30% bonds to 50% bonds, that's one thing. If it's going from, you know, 30% bonds to a hundred percent cash, that's something else. Um, so you just have to be careful and, and it, stay disciplined. Right. And you, you always have to remember that markets are not very, uh, obvious, you know, sometimes they do the opposite of what most people expect. And the reason for that is that, uh, you know, the market knows, you know, as individuals, we think we know something is going to happen, but what we know is already known. Uh, it's, it's not new information. So there's a good chance that the market is already pricing that in while you are thinking about it. So, uh, markets are not, uh, you know, like mathematics, you know, it's not a will happen. Hence, you know, this will happen or, or physics, uh, so there's a lot of psychology involved there. So sometimes it's best just to have a system rather than, you know, constantly thinking about what will happen next. Right. Um, the next one I want to touch on is funding a retirement plan. Um, sometimes it's not possible, you know, like you were saying, Tom, I mean, sometimes cash flow stops, you know, if it's a loss of job, loss of employment type of scenario. But if it's not, if it's just a downturn in the stock market, but you're still, you still have a job, you still have the income right. coming in, um, make your contributions to the 401k, 403b, whatever retirement plan you may have, continue making those contributions. Um, cause a it's, if it's the company match, it's free money. Um, B, um, you want to have that money going in the dollar cost averaging so that that way you're buying more shares at that lower price. You know, uh, another thing that people don't think about is uh, th this idea of working up to just X point and then quitting, um, your best earning asset, uh, sometimes even after quote retirement is yourself. And, you know, one of the things I've seen is, is, uh, people like doctors that, uh, can't keep working because their malpractice insurance is so high. But if you can continue to do something, it'll not only, you know, I think a lot of people don't like feeling like they're retired. They, you know, yeah. they, they want to be active and doing something with their lives 
along with, you know, saving for retirement, putting money aside, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it, it just seems to me that the ability to do something is also important. Absolutely. Um, next one I want to hit on is having an open communication, uh, with your spouse, um, or family member, close loved ones, having that open communication during those times. Um, you want to, you want everyone on board with the plan, if you will. Um, that's one, one of the big reasons we like to meet with both spouses, uh, here in the office, because you can't have one pull in one way, one pull in the other, because it makes it hard, very hard. makes it very hard. Um, and so you want the whole, <laughs> you, you want all the horses pulling in the same direction. Uh, it, it makes the, the plan work a lot easier. Um, but you, to do that, you have to have the communication. Um, yeah. Talking about, um, money, uh, for some people is very uncomfortable. Yes. Um, but it's so important, even if you don't, wh whoever the money person is in the relationship, whoever that may be, right. um, the other one may not be interested in the finer points of it, but having that communication. So everybody knows from the 10,000 foot view, what's going on. So important. Um, and it's one of the hardest things to talk about. It, it really is. Um, and I, I don't know why money is like that. Because people feel powerless around it. They, they feel like it's bigger than them sometimes, you know, that it's um, <laughs> hard to get your arms around. And then, then you've got these expenses that sometimes are more than what you think they're going to be. And, and, you know, it's it's just uh, um, the minute you think you've got everything lined out, you know, you you don't, right? And uh, I think that that plays into people's uh, fears, right? The next one, this is from a, a portfolio management from an investment standpoint. Um, it's hang, the, 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 it's titled hanging on to losers. What that's talking about is stocks or investments that go down, um, in a, in a market downturn that go down and you hold on to them too long. This is something that everyone who has ever invested has done before, yeah. whether they want to admit it or not. Right. But it's something that you can get better at these things. You know, investing is something you can improve on over time. Um, and you know, is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why we work as a team, um, you know, to try to avoid some of these pitfalls. But when you hang on to a stock, say it's gone down 60%, um, emotionally, it's very hard to sell it. Because what you're saying is, well, I was wrong on that. Maybe you were, maybe you weren't. Maybe you could still be right that in the long term, this thing could work out. But the way to, I think, really think about it. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, 
but it's okay to be wrong sometimes. yeah yeah um but the, the thing is how do you react to it um right you know you, you think of it as okay if this if this were flat if i was looking at this investment versus the other opportunities um which one makes sense from a long-term standpoint right and it's it's opportunity cost at that point i mean i see this often you know people tend to make it very personal when it comes to investments because your your ego does get tend to get tied up with your investment decisions and uh sometimes you just have to separate your ego from uh you know your money and realize that you know it's it's not personal this is just a decision that you made and now you have to make another decision to to get past it uh and it's it's tough to do but um uh you know that's that's what will perhaps uh you know help you over time and help you get out of that situation i see tom it's he just pointed at the board like i wasn't watching it you're listening to the Tom Dupree Show, powered by Dupree Financial Group. We'll be back in the second half of the hour with more on the biggest mistakes people make uh, in a recession. I like to call it an economic downturn. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is what's happening. I just went out for a test. Check in all weekend. The president. Positive for COVID-19. The president will be required to continue to do his job. This. Questions is who was exposed. Is News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree with Dupree Financial Group. Many people have 401k and 403b plans for their retirement investment accounts. In certain cases, our firm can help participants in these plans manage their investments. This can be helpful because those retirement plans often offer numerous different mutual funds as investment options, and unless the participant is an investment expert, it can be quite confusing. In this case, we put our investment expertise to work for you, the participant. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, Call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP or WLAP.com. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. iHeartRadio is the number one choice for music, radio, and podcasts all in one. No one makes it easier to hear everything you love in one free app. There are tons of playlists to choose from. The work at home playlist really helps me stay focused. It's kind of become part of my routine. We went on a road trip. We had a playlist for that. It doesn't even matter like how you doing, how you feeling. Like there's a playlist for all that. Everything in one app. If you're not one of the tens of millions who have the app, download iHeartRadio for free today and start listening. iHeartRadio. Mountains come to life. Rivers and lakes welcome you back. The open road calls. Kentucky is full of wondrous natural beauty. 
exhilarating outdoor adventures, and charming towns. Even to those who call it home, stay close, go far. Plan your getaway at KentuckyTourism.com. It was a time of optimism. Businesses were growing and the American dream was alive. But a health and economic crisis lay in wait, threatening our security and prosperity. Businesses struggled to survive and support their employees. The weight was on their shoulders. Insperity was built for times like this. We've provided confidence amid the chaos, restoring the indomitable spirit of the American entrepreneur, together rising above. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. After a chilly start to this Saturday, we are looking at great conditions for this afternoon and into the evening. Temperatures going to be climbing into the lower 60s. Plenty of sunshine with a few clouds mixed in. Then as we get to that UK game day, temperatures going to be falling into the 50s. A bit of a chilly second half for that game day. Otherwise, dry conditions continue. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Adam Bernstein. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeartRadio station. iHeartRadio's new true crime podcast, Paper Ghosts, investigates a decades-long search for four young girls who vanished from their neighboring New England hometowns. It's like she dropped off the face of the earth. If you tried to say anything to them about her, they didn't like that. But recently uncovered evidence could change everything. And I immediately just sat on the floor like somebody just punched me in the gut. Listen and follow Paper Ghosts on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're curious about who may be out there but don't want to jump into anything right away, then take a fun step and just take a look at Our Time. Our Time is the number one dating site for singles over 50. It's easy to use and can help you find a partner to share in a new activity you've been wanting to try. Take a walk or just meet someone new. Check it out. Start for free today. Go to OurTime.com. That's OurTime.com. Start for free at OurTime.com. This is an important message for all current and former Boy Scouts. The Boy Scouts of America has declared bankruptcy. If you were sexually abused in scouting, you could receive compensation, but you must file a claim by November 16, 2020. You may file a sexual abuse claim regardless of your current age or the year the sexual abuse occurred. Visit OfficialBSAClaims.com or call one 866 907-2721. Paid for by the Boy Scouts of America. We live in uncertain times. It is not uncommon for investors to be fearful about the equity markets and what they may or may not do. At Dupree Financial Group, we are here to act as a sounding board for our clients and prospects as they seek to develop understanding of how to proceed with their investments. Since we are in uncharted waters, our efforts are to educate, guide, and empower our clients. Despite the unique nature of today's investment climate, there are parallels with past markets that can be drawn. We can share some of these ideas with you. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to The Tom Dupree Show, Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP.
Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show for the second half of the hour. Joining us at Darsh Mastery, Mike Johnson, and our host, Tom Dupree, powered by Dupree Financial Group. Over to you, Tom. So this is another song from Who's Next, a seminal album by The Who, certainly for me as a teenager. And, uh, you know, anyway, let it play. Um, So we've been going through this list of things not to do in a downturn. And one of the things that people do sometimes when they get discouraged is they abandon their entrepreneurial dreams. Uh, And let me just say that uh, for some people, that's kind of like dying. Um, It's not a good thing. And I'll just give you a little personal experience. Um, In 2002, I was with a large brokerage firm. The market had been very bad for a couple of years. You know, it, it was started with the downturn in OO of the tech stocks. And I think, I think the NASDAQ over from OO to O2 was down something like 80%. Uh, yes, maybe 70, 70% yeah. or so. Yes. So a lot of these stocks that had been just darlings, you know, three, $400 a share were trading at a dollar or two. And that, that wasn't everything, but a lot of them were. And, um, you just had a, a major meltdown in the markets coming off a bubble, and it affected all securities. Tech, when it come, goes down, affects everything else. So I was uh, at this brokerage firm, and it was very difficult. I'd had a very tough couple of years. Um, and I remember... I had a three-year-old son, and um, I used to take him up to uh, Natural Bridge and put him on my shoulders and go for a walk. This would be on Saturdays. And, you know, he, he was so sweet, and, you know, every now and then he'd throw up and get it <laughs> in my hair and stuff. But that's kind of, you probably had that happen to you too. Uh, it has. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just the kinda, in, I think it's the initiation. I think it's, it that's, is. It's got to happen. I remember one time, man, it went down my face. It was, <laughs> it was just, it was something, it, it was bad. And I kind of got initiated more with this baby than the other one. He didn't do it as much, but anyway, we would hike around and, I got this picture of myself driving my car around New Circle Road to sort of be in motion and be calling clients. And uh, I realized 
that I wanted something different than, than what I had. And a year later, this company was born. And how it got born is, is kind of a miracle, really. I mean, a lot of things happened that just amazed me that they happened. They still amaze me. And, you know, in a time of very great difficulty, I was able to have hope for something uh, better, to do something better, um, you know, and, and to be able to see something happen. And uh, you were saying earlier that, you know, what was it that gave rise to it? Because, you know, a lot of people don't do that kind of thing. For me, it was an inside deal. It was my life with God. It was my belief that God had something better. And I had to act on it. I had to, um, to take action and, uh, I didn't know how to take action because I'd never run a company before and I'd never started one before. And, uh, but I did, and I still don't know how I did it. Um, and the way we found this office space, you know, we were trying to go in where the Starbucks is up on the corner of, uh, high street and Ashland. And that just wasn't going to work. Um, the Starbucks wasn't in there yet. It it had been, uh, what was the name of that market that used to be up there that, that, uh, was it called Kuchina? No, it, it was, um, it was it was a market. Uh, I think it, that's what it was. No, called. it wasn't called that. It was it was something else. But anyway, they were gone, and you know we couldn't get that space, and we just gave up on it, and happened to be driving down Main Street and saw the uh, thing in here for for rent sign. But anyway. If you can have entrepreneurial dreams, if you can have dreams of, of something in your life, don't abandon those. Don't let them go. I mean, I don't care what it is. You got to try if you can. Right. So some of the best companies, you know, were born, you know, there were companies that were born during the Great Depression. More recently, during the financial crisis, there were companies like Uber and... Uh, yeah. Uh, the you know, there were a few others, uh, which are, you know, even Amazon, it, it was born before the dot-com bus, but it kind of, you 92. know, right. It, you know, it went through this difficult period and managed to kept reinventing itself. So sometimes, you know, uh, difficulties bring about these opportunities, you know, which, uh, which some people just tap into. You have to be a believer. You, you, you've got to, uh, you've got to believe, uh, that there's, uh, a need for, um, what you want to do, you know, right. and, uh, and you have to, uh, then you have to, um, act on it. And how do you get the tenacity 
to do that though. I mean that that's that's the hard part with that a lot of people face. How do you get the tenacity to do what the heck you do? Well, but I mean, for I think uh, you're for, pretty daggone tenacious for a, a business owner, just in general. The business owner, because I mean, in my family, you know, my dad owned businesses, and I, I see it in him, kind of that. It's just bulldog, bulldog, unwavering, just focused on this. Um, and some people have that and some people don't. Um, and I don't know if that's just an innate ability or if it's something that can be learned. I don't know. I think that you, first of all, you got to get up every day and you got to want try to do something uh even if you don't do something that day you have to want to and um and it helps if the thing that you want to do is to try to help somebody else um whatever you can do that's a good thing to try to do and um I don't even know how to answer that question because uh, sometimes I don't feel like I'm very tenacious. Um, but, um, I must be because <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time, but you know, um, I think that there are certain people that are not worried about serving others and there's some that are, and, and that doesn't mean it's bad that you're not, but, um, I think all good entrepreneurs are basically trying to serve other people. I mean, you know, you look at something like Uber, you know, that's all about the customer, Amazon, all about the customer. I, I, I guarantee you Bezos is worth a lot of money now, but when he was, starting out the way he got to where he is is by making it a great customer experience same thing with apple yeah it was always you know just the best product they could put out and that but see apple was almost dead meat until the ipad came along ipod 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 yeah, yeah. um uh, the there was something about the iPod and, and they were having all these internal squabbles over who was going to be CEO and John, uh, what was uh, the guy Wozniak? No, the, the guy they brought in from Pepsi. Oh yes. Um, John, somebody Scully or, uh, um, he kicked, I mean, they kicked jobs out. Right. They did. You know, um, uh, it was terrible and it wasn't that big a company yet. Right. It was, it was decent size, but you know, uh, they were fighting. They had a, the, you know, their, their Mac was not going anywhere. They weren't going to grow that much. And then they come up with this iPod and, uh, it just, you know, now and that's I this, I that, iPhone. I remember when they 
going to do an iPhone. There was a long build up to it. Yeah. You know, and they finally did it. And, and now it's the driver. Yeah. It's a trillion three or something. I was driving home yesterday and I don't know why I was thinking about this, but it was just it John was Scully. 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 Yeah. Um, but along the same lines of Apple or Uber or all these different companies, when I was driving home, I was looking, you know, all the, all the houses, all the people that live in the subdivision, all these things. And everybody is doing something as a career, you know, working a job, doing something. But then you think about the, how amazing it is, these companies like an Apple or like a Dupree Financial or big and small companies. We're up there with Apple. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, big and small companies, um, how they've been able to, you know, create business, you know, create money, create, you know – Doing a business, making money is not easy to do. No, and it's not. and the way that these companies have been able to have a product or a service and then be able to scale that. I think you can only make amazing. money if you're not about the money. That's right. If if it's if it's all about the money and, and you could still lose. I mean, you know, there's nothing that's here forever um but you know if if it's if it's about the money then you're screwed hey sorry i shouldn't say it that way but you know you have become your own worst enemy you you're you're not trying to help the client anymore right and it's start it stifles your uh creativity i guess at that point because you just get fixated on on money or keeping it or making it versus yeah. doing what what will grow the company or what's good for the customer. Right. Um, I, w- I want to touch on this this next one because it fits perfectly. Um, another mistake that people make is rushed retirement. Um, the rushed part of it could be you know, we talked about the the physical. Uh, mental and physical impacts of retiring, which can be positive, but a lot of times can be negative too. Um, but when you rush retirement, so in this most recent uh, issue where you had the the stay at home orders, people were staying at home saying, okay, well, this is kind of a preview of what retirement looks like. Some people were saying, well, okay, I, I like this. And what they were the their plan their initial plan was three to five years i'm gonna retire from this job do something else um some people have rushed it um they may not uh have their financial situation where it should be uh but they think i think i can make it i think i can do this even though it doesn't really fit into the plan they're rushing it um so the consequence of that could be they're taking a higher withdrawal rate than they should. Um, they take a high withdrawal rate for a number of, uh, you know, five, six years than what they planned. That can have adverse impacts long-term to the portfolio. Uh, but it's, they've sped up the plan. Uh, and anytime you do that, you're, you're asking for potential problems. Could be because they hate their job. Could be too. You know, it just, uh, 
people do a lot of things that sometimes they don't like and they do it for the paycheck and uh you know there there comes a point where they just can't do it anymore right to that person i would suggest that instead of retirement they look at a switch you know a career switch um even if it's part-time work or even if it's you know not the same pay that they were having before um you know but to do something to stay engaged so that way you a you still have the the a paycheck coming in um and b you're staying engaged and you might find your second wind and instead of retiring at 62 you might go to 72 if you find you get your second wind and you love it um that keeps you going um so a lot of times it's it's burnout not from a working standpoint but you're burned out with your current job yeah and you know that's that's something we've told people before and some people have gotten those second jobs um or the second started second careers basically uh we've seen it um the next one i want to touch on before we run out of time um is all recessions are the same so you know you look at economic downturn, recession, stock market fluctuations, whatever, you view it through the same lens that all the others have gone through. So it'd be like trying to view March of this year like what happened in 08 and 09 or in the tech bubble or you view it through the exact same lens and that can get you in trouble from an investment standpoint. You mean thinking that all recessions are the same? Thinking that all recessions are the same. Yeah, because they're not. Right. Yeah, that's the mistakes that people make is thinking that it's it's the same. It's right. the same. Um, I mean, you know, you look back 08 and 09, um, you had similar volatility uh, downturns in the market, but it was for completely different things, different reasons. Um, and it's not the same every time. It's not, I mean, technically we are still in a recession, but the stock market made a new all-time high uh, since March of this year. Uh, So if you compare it to previous recessions or previous declines in the market, you know, uh, 08, 09 took, you know, almost two years before the market got back to where it was over two years. The dot com bust uh took 13 years to get back to where the market was <laughs> you know, the market peaked in march of uh, 2000 and it was until 2013 that that same peak was crossed in the nasdaq um, so all since then we've had major declines we had a big decline in 08 09 and in march of this year but the recovery times were completely different uh, even though the magnitude of the recession uh in 08 09 and the current recession is much uh, larger than what it was in the year 2000. Right. Along, along those same lines, um, volatility, which is, you know, the movement of stocks, you know, the drop in prices of stocks, volatility. Um, it, it worries investors, you know, especially, you know, if someone's in retirement or getting ready to retire, um, and it, we've been having this conversation a lot this year, you know, talking about volatility and, you know, 
how to navigate through that. Um, volatility doesn't isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can be very uncomfortable uh, when you're looking at a market that's going down. It's uncomfortable for us. It's uncomfortable for our clients, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. That a lot of times that's when you have opportunities. Um, now it's not saying that you go all in when you start having that volatility. It's but you. I think it's the the discipline aspect sticking to the plan. Right. Absolutely. Well, that's a wrap for this week. It was a fast hour. I think we might need to have uh, volume two of the mistakes people make in an economic downturn. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you heard something you'd like to hear again, you can always find our podcast on our website and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Tom Dupree Show, powered by Dupree Financial Group. We'll talk to you next week. Big decision. Supreme Court nominee. The world is moving faster than ever. 2020. This is about the future. To win the election. You want to keep up. You want to stay up to date. On On air. air. Online. And on your smart device. News Radio 630 WLAP. We live in uncertain times. It is not uncommon for investors to be fearful about the equity markets and what they may or may not do. At Dupree Financial Group, we are here to act as a sounding board for our clients and prospects as they seek to develop understanding of how to proceed with their investments. Since we are in uncharted waters, our efforts are to educate, guide, and empower our clients. Despite the unique nature of today's investment climate, there are parallels with past markets that can be drawn. We can share some of these ideas with you. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, call the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400.